Welcome, listener, to a fantastic episode of the Slazoom Podcast. This episode of the Slazoom Podcast is brought to you by Hangovers. Hangovers, the souvenir no one ever asked for. Nice. Yep. Never thought of it that way. Probably for good reason. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, hey, remember that great night you had last night? Maybe you don't because you blacked out, but... Now you will pay for it. Yeah. You know, there are also other souvenirs that nobody's asked for. Like, if you get, like, an inappropriate joke shirt that somebody else bought for you on their vacation... Yeah, that, like, yeah, yeah. you don't feel like you can actually wear because you haven't been to this place? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's that's true. Oh, I would totally wear that. <laughs> I love those presents. <laughs> I have a Washington, D.C. Joke shirts are always a weird gift I've to get someone else. I've never been to D.C. before. And then someone asks you about it, and you feel like an asshole, because you're like, oh, I've never been. Why do you have this shirt? Traitor. You charlatan. Give it back. <laughs> yeah, I... My mom bought me a shirt that says, it's science. It works, bitches. Um, <laughs> which... I like, but I have a hard time finding a, a time when I feel that that is acceptable to wear. Because mm. I don't want to just, like, wear it out in public. Like, well... In public, where right. there are people who will be offended by it, and they have a right to be like, hey, you know, don't wear around t-shirts with naughty words on them in front of my young children. Uh, so, I wore it to, like, the science march. Uh, or the march for science, whatever. Uh, because apparently we're living <laughs> in a time where you have to have massive demonstrations to uh, get the point across that the government should uh, heed objective reality. Because... <laughs> That's the time we're living in. And existence is a nightmare. Existence is a nightmare. Oh. Someday we'll all wake up. Oh, good. Uh, is, it a wet, is it a wet nightmare? No. I don't know if you... Can you have a wet nightmare? It's the Matrix. Wet I guess if you were, like, really into S&M. Yeah. I mean... And we are. Yeah, the, that's true. <laughs> Oh, we are. <laughs> All of us. Always. Are we going to talk about the fact that none of us are in the same place? Except for Caleb and Ethan, they're in some weird place. Yeah, oh, yeah, you could probably bring that up. Yeah, we should talk about it. This is Slazoom on the road, or like 50% on the road. We take it on the run. Uh, yeah, so uh, Ethan and I are in the, um, the chilly Atlanta, Georgia um, at a Chilly. music festival. Yeah, it's... Uh, oh, they're probably getting a little bit of that hurricane action, right? Could be. I mean, well, it's, it's actually gorgeous. It's actually been really nice weather here. Um, but it might be because of the hurricane with, like, pressure systems or something. It was something. pretty hot last year in Georgia, imagine that. Yeah. But, yeah, it's been, like, 70s, sunny. It's great. Well, that's strange. Yeah. Atlanta's supposed to be, like, hot as balls. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I think that, that weather system is. Though, to be fair. It's actually going to be good, right? That's The cool, cool air is going to actually push that away from the mainland as much as it can, right? Um, I don't know anything about meteorology. Like... Meteorology? I hardly even know her. I think we might just be missing any effects from this next hurricane, though. 
Uh, we were looking at forecasts, and I think on like Monday uh, they might get something here, probably from that, and we will be out of here. <laughs> Just in time. See you later. Yeah. Back to the Midwest, where we only get tornadoes. Yeah, and blizzards and um, well, crippling yes. drought. Yeah. Dangerous heat waves. Yeah. Well, I was just talking to my friends who live in Seattle, and it's, you know, smoky as hell there because of all the wildfires, so. I was just up in Wisconsin. It was was kind of smoky there, too, all the way down from Canada. We just drove over the Great Smoky Mountains. I was very disappointed (laughs) they weren't that smoky. Damn it. They're the only place with actual smoke, and there's no smoke there. Yeah. (laughs) It's like how the one guy in ZZ Top without a beard is named Frake Beard. That guy should have the fucking greatest beard of them all. What a bunch of shit. Right? Yeah. I don't know, maybe... So what are you guys doing in Atlanta? We are here for a music festival. What kind of music? Progressive and power heavy metal. Yeah. It's pretty. It's been pretty good. Yeah. It's They're been weird. Really good. That's They're... what I'm getting at. <laughs> Shut up, Colin. You don't know. Yeah, Prague Power USA. If there is any, <laughs> highly recommend it to uh, any listener who has ears. <clears throat> Excuse me. Which, if you listen to a podcast, you probably have ears. So, I guess if you're hearing this and not reading a transcription of it, check out Prague Power. And if you're reading a transcription of it by choice, not by necessity, um, like you're just. Your headphones, your speakers are broken, you're reading a transcription instead of like you're deaf so you can't hear things, then also check it out. Or you have a gun held to your head and you're being forced to read the transcription. Yeah. yeah. Parents are getting, getting creative these days. Yeah. Their demands. They are. I, I have a coworker uh, who did his master's at Georgia. Which, which university is in Atlanta? I forget. Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech? Yeah. Okay, he did his master's there, and he I mentioned the music festival to him, and he was like, oh, which one? And I told him, and he goes, oh, that one sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, man, uh, maybe you're not a fan, but my friends are. <laughs> no, I'm surprised I don't even think it sucks, because I'm guessing... Most people who've heard of it are into it. Yeah, they have no reason to not have heard of it. I, I'm calling bullshit on your friend and saying he didn't actually know, like, he'd never actually heard any of the... No, I think he has. He's my Bangladeshi lab mate who, like, is really into rock and stuff like that. Oh. So, I don't, I don't know. But I don't think he had actually gone. He just didn't like the headliners. So. Oh, really? Well, kill him, then, next time you see him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Will do. Yeah, that's reasonable. Oh, I have a story to share. This isn't on the list of very interesting prescribed topics. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You guys, I have complained to you guys about having to proctor for undergraduate students. Yes, so all I do is at the beginning and end of the test is I enter my credentials, my username, password, just to say that it was proctored. Well, after I watched this, I, like, 
was absentmindedly watching this girl type her password, and I kind of saw what she typed, and I remember it was like, fat cat 65. I was like, oh, oh, I wasn't supposed to be watching that. And then I was like, I wonder how many of the students like actually pay attention to what I type as my password. So I changed my password to poop 911 <laughs> to see if any of them would notice or just to mess with people. <laughs> but yesterday I went to proctor a student and it already had my username in there. And I thought he had clicked in password, but he had <laughs> highlighted username. <laughs> so he watched me type nine one one as my username, <laughs> and I didn't notice it. I like wasn't looking at the screen, and then he goes, "Uh, is that the right username?" And I look at the screen, and I go, <laughs> "I go, oh, that's not my username." And I, <laughs> I hit backspace. But the look on this kid's face, he was so confused, and I started laughing, and I could not stop. <laughs> I had to, like, leave the room. <laughs> he was so weirded out. <laughs> and I was like, yes, this is what I wanted. I love the level of trust he has in the institution that, like, well, surely this isn't a joke. <laughs> like, this, there must be a good reason for this. Yeah. Like, I'm all standing for something. But I was something. like, oh, that's not my password. <laughs> Like what's the what's the what's the thing called fag in physics? They keep saying we should change that. Oh, um, yeah, it's the uh, it's the H fag. H fag. It's a heavy flavor. Um, I like it already. <laughs> heavy flavor something. Anal something. Uh. Heavy flavor analysis group, I think. Yeah, and they they, they go by HFAG. and like anal analysis. When, when I was at a conference that there was like a, a session dedicated to like stuff that this group does, and there was like a twenty minute discussion about how like yeah this we should change the name because it's offensive to people. Nobody's saying that they were offended by it. Of course, it's right. just like being offended right. on other people's behalf. Usually, how offensiveness works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I One think of it, my advisors has another. Uh, I think it's a side business that he does, um, where so instead of using pesticides on crops and stuff, they've set up flamers. <laughs> so like, oh my god! <laughs> does, I never advised so, on that. Um, but. Uh, they, like, set up these things that can be towed by a tractor that have, like, a a, cert, like a certain temperature flame that will kill the weeds and not, sorry, not pesticides, uh, well, herbicides. It will kill the weeds and leave the crop intact. So, but the whole time he's talking about them, he's also from Greece, so I don't know if he knows, like... That flamer also means, like, a gay person. <laughs> so he's just talking like, oh, the flamers are doing great and stuff like that. And we can't help but giggle, and I don't know if he knows, but... Yeah. I, have a, I have a friend who worked on that for his master's degree. Yeah, Birdman. Is his name Chris? Yeah. Speaking of hearing things that sound inappropriate, this is a little different because... Um, 
They could have been playing Dungeons and Dragons, but we stayed in a hotel in a really shitty town. Okay. The parts we saw, for the most part, were really shitty. Clarksville, Tennessee. Uh, If there are any... If at some point in the future one of us does something noteworthy so someone goes back and looks at this po- listens to this podcast um, to learn about our lives, because that's the only way I can think anyone listens to this podcast that isn't someone we already know, uh, and they are from Clarksville Unoffended, maybe you're from the good part we didn't see, but it really looked like a shithole to us. You know, let me walk back that qualification. That entire town is an entire shithole except for the brewery we went to. Black Horse Brew is actually quite nice. Um, what was the name of the town? Clarksville. Clarksville. Yep. It's like an, an hour northwest of um, Nashville. Nashville. Okay, okay. Isn't that but, where the monkeys took the last train? <laughs> nice. Uh, wow, the monkeys nice. band. They have a song called Last Train to Clarksville. Sorry, Colin. None of us are over the age of 50. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'll get there. <laughs> right when you turn 50, you'll understand that joke. Oh, of course! <laughs> oh, that makes sense, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, there were, we stayed at this hotel, or motel, that had the highest rating of, of any, like, motel there, and it was still kind of sketchy. Uh, there was, like, mold all over the ceiling. Whatever. Ah, don't look up. That's, yeah. that's <laughs> but, uh, nice. I, uh, so I have begun working uh, as a dock worker in the AM uh, to kind of pad the, uh, to kind of even out the income flow for my uh, independent contractor business. Uh, so I'm used to waking up pretty early now because um, I, I work from like, in theory, from like 5 to 9 a.m. Uh, on some loading docks. Anyway, so... Uh, my wife and Caleb, and me too, got pretty drunk. Uh, I think it was the least drunk of the three of us. Uh, so I woke up about like 6 o'clock while they were still sleeping it off and went to the place where they serve their like breakfast, the uh, you know, continental breakfast. And like I opened the door, the first thing I hear is, the first thing I hear in the conversation of the room, are these two old southern white guys, and there's like, like a, the hostess is like walking around, filling up containers, just, these damn half-breeds are ruining everything. Oh, Maybe they're playing Dungeons and Dragons. They were talking about, uh, they were talking about, like, human-elf hybrids. They just really have it against, um, uh, they just really have it out for, um... Ethan, I have something that I have to tell you. Yes? They definitely weren't playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, I didn't think so, but I was going to give them the benefit of the doubt. And I'm like, yep, you we've arrived in the South. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe it's like animals. Like, they're trying to get more money from their cattle, and they, they don't have these sterling silver angus. And they're yep. getting bred in with other things, and they're not getting as much money. They're ruining hey, everything. Yeah. We're not yeah. too far from Florida. There's an issue, one of the big issues with... Uh, species conservation of the Florida panther, which the Florida panther is not a species, it's a subspecies. Planther. And one of the issues right. is that it's interbreeding with other panthers. Philanthropy. And, so it's not that they're dying out, but they're like that their distinct subspecies is getting kind of blurred over. So maybe they're talking about panther conservation. I still don't think they were. Yeah, could be. But yep, I'm like, yep, we've arrived in the south. 
Nice. Like, one of the other three times I've come to, like, the South-South, I remember pulling into a gas station and seeing a truck um, with uh, a bunch of empty beer cans with the tabs still on them, like, hung on the antenna by the tab, so they were just, like, you know, about 60... Like cans of Coors Light hanging off the antenna of this truck. I'm like, yep, nice. We've arrived. Probably helps this reception. <laughs> yeah, you know? I think we were actually driving through like Alabama or something at that point. I'm like, yep, oh, that's yeah. that's, <laughs> that's Alabama for you. Yep. Well, last even last weekend when I I canoed on the Merrimack River in outside of St. Louis, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of a lot of people like partying on sandbars, and I got. The full like rural Missouri people experience. So yeah, you don't have you, they're not as far away as you think. I was just going to say that you don't really have to go that far south to find Southerners. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's the nice thing about going south. Though you come right back to Nebraska and you feel like it's fucking Silicon Valley. <laughs> <laughs> Silicon Valley. Yeah, Silicon. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Not silicone. Everybody does that. It's okay. Yeah. Silly, silly cone. Silly It's like, hey, silly. we're hush hush about our racism instead of being open about our racism. Look at how advanced we are. Sometimes <laughs> that's all it takes. Mm-hmm. Keep on the DL. Yeah. Oh, also, also in when I was in St. Louis, we went to get cookies and ice cream on a Friday night, and police were blocking the street off. And we were kind of like, ooh, what's going on? And there was a protest, so that was cool. I could see my first protest. And all the people were yelling, like, fuck the police! No peace! And I was just getting my cookies and ice cream. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, actually, we might might actually go to the Martin Luther King Museum uh, tomorrow, or perhaps Saturday morning, since we're in Atlanta, and that's something to do. Yeah. And we already did the College Football <laughs> Hall of Fame, so... <laughs> Shows where our priorities lie. Okay, well, you got the important one out of the way. Right. Yeah. 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 It's like, we're from rural Nebraska, stuff. so it's not going to make a lot of sense, like... Like, okay, let's start you off simple. There's something called a black person, you know? <laughs> They're like, oh, okay, I was confused about that. I didn't, I didn't know about that. Coming from rural Nebraska. Yeah. It's like, you know, we, we had one of these as president, and you may have been confused, so just to, <laughs> to lay it out for you. Like, that wasn't an anomaly. He didn't have some sort of... <laughs> like, yeah, terrible skin condition. Yeah, yeah, that was... That was there's a, or he there's was just a whole bunch burned. of... Yeah, there's, there's a whole race of people who are, who are like that. In fact, they're, they're not uncommon. Wow. If you get outside of rural Nebraska, oh. Wow, next like you'll be telling me... me. We should have a we should elect a different color president now from here mm-hmm. on out. Yeah. Since like the last three was white, black, orange. Orange. We yeah. have to do something like <laughs> yellow. 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 Could do. Could, could do. Could do. Could be Asian or cowardly or yeah, literally or yellow. <laughs> Alcoholic president. You know, I bet I bet Ulysses uh, Grant was probably pretty yellow by the from, like, liver failure. He didn't die of liver failure. I, well, maybe he did. I don't know. But he was an alcoholic, so... We got our first dead president. Hey, you know, I actually think dead Teddy Bell wrote Teddy Bell. <laughs> dead Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. 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 
I, I, he still has my vote. Teddy Roosevelt has my vote until the end of time. That's sweet. I tried to go to the uh, like the JFK assassination museum in Dallas. I think mm-hmm. it is. That's where they're shot yeah, in yeah, Dallas, right? Uh, like they have the museum, like in the building where Lee Harvey Oswald shot him from. But there's a really long line, and it was Dallas in, like, July, so it was really hot outside, and we didn't want to stand out in the sun, and the wait was, like, three hours before you were indoors. And uh, so instead we looked up a different museum, and we went down the street and went to a Holocaust museum instead. Oh, boy. I thought you were going to say, like, so instead we went and did something fun. Oh, when you went to the Holocaust Museum. Well, that's that's taken. Oh, it was very depressing. Yeah. But so is the assassination of Okay, I guess. Yeah. Maybe not as depressing, I I don't think. (laughs) Yeah. That was just on your point of view. (laughs) Yeah. Instead of millions. Yeah. I mean, like, if you're around today and, you know, you just still really hate JFK, then, you know, maybe that's like a happy museum. Yeah. <laughs> like it was a victory. I really don't agree with his policy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. Yeah. Well, you know, if we don't want to go to the Martin Luther King Jr. Museum, which I have a bone to pick with Martin Luther King Jr., uh oh. <laughs> Nothing good has ever followed that statement. <laughs> I love the fun feeling face. He's just like, oh god. Uh, no, if you are going to be like a historical figure and you go by your first, middle, and last name, and you're already a junior, don't get a PhD. And don't become a pastor, because he has that greedy son of a bitch has two prefixes, goes by all three names and a suffix. Yeah, it's Reverend Doctor Martin Luther King Jr. That's just too much, especially if you're trying to fit it on that a sign. That's probably why he got shot. Yeah, <laughs> people were afraid he'd get even more. I don't have yeah. time the guy who shot him was actually a professional sign painter. A little. <laughs> I thought you were going to bring up his infidelity or something. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... No, that's fine. Yeah. He, like, begged a bunch of ladies. Yeah. Which, here's the big secret. Um, that's not surprising. I mean, if you're famous, uh, at least before, like, everyone had, had cameras, I, I bet that, like, um, if you can pull the I'm a civil rights leader card to get tail... Um, you know, I bet about 40% of people would probably pull that. Back before, you know, back before everyone had, uh, cameras all the time and you could get away with it. I, I, I bet, you know. I thought you were going to say that the secret that you had to tell was that all of those women were actually you in drag. Yep, yep. Like back in the 60s, yeah. <laughs> That's about right. Yep. It was actually part of my secret, like, white supremacist plot to try and, uh, keep... Uh, Dr. Martin Luther King, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., uh, from propagating his seed too much yeah. was uh, make sure that he didn't blow it in any fertile hookers. So I'm like, you know, if I just dress up as a, if I just dress in drag and time travel to the 1960s, 
and let uh, the good Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, blow his load well, in my Stop ass saying the whole time. thing. <laughs> then, We've done a good job now. We just say MLK. MLKJ. MLK. It looks like milk, so I sometimes say milk. MLKJ. <laughs> I feel like Ethan, there's there's something in there with like you and J. Edgar Hoover like being like a team oh, yeah. cross dressing to keep the black man down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. J. Edgar Hoover would uh, sit on his face and I'd give him a give him a handy, and I'd wow. give J. Edgar Hoover a handy with the other hand. Yeah. <laughs> so fans, if you want to send in some two fan hands, hands. <laughs> Yeah, because this is an audio podcast and you don't know what I look like. Um, pretty much all you need to know is I have an unruly mop of hair. And he's in drag. <laughs> and I'm in drag. Currently. <laughs> yep. 24-7. Yeah. It's not even drag because it's his identity. <laughs> <laughs> also, he's apparently like 70 years old because he yeah. was doing this. No, back I went back streets. in time. This was like That's when I was 13. Trauma. He used that shirt that he's wearing to time travel. Yeah, my, my <laughs> it's a spirally tied well, cat face shirt. Well, no, this is like when I was like probably nine because um, if I was going back and dressing in drag to pose as a female prostitute, uh, it would ha- I would have to be prepubescent because maybe my nine year old ass could pass as a woman's ass, but mm, after that let's, things okay, started pretty hairy. Keep going, Ethan. We're going to take this discussion of Martin Luther King to its logical conclusion. (laughs) Self-pedophilia. I've already called him a greedy bastard. (laughs) Uh, Yep, yep. So, well... No, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Reverend Dr. Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. wasn't deliberately a pedophile. You know, Are he thought animals. he was banging an adult female hooker. Little did he know he was uh, banging a time-traveling male nine-year-old white supremacist um, from the future. From the future. <laughs> Shemala. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, M Knight, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, we will sell you the rights for this plot for your next movie for a cool hundred mil, or a hundred dollars, or dollars, <laughs> or treat. Or, or if you just agree not to tell anyone that I called Doctor Martin Luther King, Reverend Doctor Martin Luther King Jr. a greedy bastard and an accidental pedophile. <laughs> Okay, I think that's the end of that discussion. <laughs> I'm still laughing. There's no redemption. <laughs> We're just going to amputate that gangrenous limb. Yeah. Yeah, all that's going to get cut. The whole thing. That's, that is beautiful podcast material. That's the best we've done in weeks. <laughs> it took us all being in a separate place for this to happen. Yeah. Maybe we we're a little more sober than usual, maybe. Yeah. So we were able to, yeah. to go with one conversation until it went completely insane. Oh, I'm drunk so. as fuck, Edward. <laughs> They're recording all this, right? one PM, and I have locked myself in my lab so that no one can... <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
that could work. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind for the future. <laughs> <laughs> we, always, we used to do shots of tequila in the lab where I did my master's work. Like, with my advisor. Wow. But it wasn't like an everyday thing. Oh, wow. It was only when we, uh, it was only in celebration when we either, uh, like, did a submission for a grant proposal or we got a grant or someone submitted an article for publication um, or an article got accepted for publication. And the lab actually pumped okay, up good. a lot of publications. Or when so somebody bought a bottle did that or if it was somebody's birthday, or if it was a Friday, yeah. or if we felt like it. Did you take the shots? Sorry. Did you take the shots out of, like, Erlenmeyer flasks, or, like... <laughs> no, but we did have a collection of, like, coffee mugs that had been left in the lab oh, over the yeah. course of decades and still had coffee stains, so he just... Uh, my advisor just pour some tequila into coffee mugs, and we'd all shoot it back. Nice. 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 So, Caleb, are you going to, in this episode description, are you going to make me sound like even more of a curable human being? Be like, in this episode, Ethan uh, explains his theory that, Doc, that Martin Luther King is a pedophile. I'm a just pedophile. going to try to accurately surmise what we talked about. That's all I've ever done. God damn it. <laughs> he doesn't have it. Didn't he have another really bad title or something like that? I can't remember. Yeah, Ethan discusses his true feelings about the Jews, which I was offended that you didn't capitalize Jews. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the episode where all I said was, um, all these conspiracy all theories that the Jews secretly run <laughs> the world, if they do, if the Jews are secretly running the world, extreme poverty has like plummeted in the last 50 years, um, childhood mortality is way down across the globe. Um, there hasn't been like a major war in a long time. Good job, you know. That's that's my thing. Keep up the good work, Jews. Is what I would say. If if, Keep up if the, the conspiracy theorists are right, the Jews are running the world. Good job. Uh, power to them. Who run the world, Jews? <laughs> Beyonces. Who run the world, Jews? None of us are so. below twenty years old, Sarah. We talk about the monkeys, That's, okay? She is <laughs> our age bracket. Damn kids and their Beyonce and their InSync. Beyonce. Games. Oh, I used to say Beyonce until I was like 18, and then my friend was like, you know, it's Beyonce. And I was like, no, it's Beyonce. <laughs> I don't think I knew what a Beyonce was until I was like 22. So I was like, there was like his child when you're little. <laughs> I remember I was dating a girl. Okay, kind of. I kind of dated a girl for like a week, and a commercial Over came AIM, on TV. Right? Like we were we were watching something, and a commercial came on TV uh, with Beyonce, and I made some joke about Beyonce, and it was really more of a joke about pop music in general, which I um, hate because I'm a I'm the crotchiest 29 year old there is. Um, yeah, I'm only 29, but I'm crotchety like a 99-year-old level. Uh, and she's like, oh, Beyonce gives a bunch of her money to charity. You can't make fun of her. It's like making fun of Mother Teresa. Little did she know, I frequently make fun of Mother Teresa. Ah. That and you're saying it only lasted a week. Unbelievable. <laughs> 
That most of the time no, I spent with her, she's been talking about her ex-boyfriend. That was usually a bad sign. She actually wasn't as great as people think. No, I've no, heard she's something not, about no. that, but it might have just been you like saying that she's a greedy bitch. I wouldn't say greedy, but she would like not misappropriate, but she wouldn't use like money the way that she should have. People on Reddit like hate her, so. Uh, well, people on Reddit yeah, hate the any Reddit community is maybe, maybe not the most trustworthy community there is. Yeah. She oh, like, uh, they hate everyone. And she has a whole Wikipedia page called "Criticism of Mother Teresa." <laughs> oh, nice. Mother Teresa! I thought you were talking about Beyonce. Okay. Oh no, no, no! Beyonce has never done anything wrong. Yeah. No. Definitely. Except for stay with Jay Z after he cheated on her. I think that's good. Mm-hmm. What's the Jay Z? What what songs has Jay Z done? What's I really Jay-Z? don't know. All I know is that uh, Aziz Ansari's character on Parks and Rec talks about. Jay-Z, y'all. Uh, he like, sings, uh, <laughs> Niggas in Paris. <laughs> like, fall so hard. That's the only song I'm thinking of. I, um, 99 Problems. That's Jay-Z. Oh, yeah. yeah, I heard that song, and it really struck me how, in the same song, he complains about racism, but promotes misogyny. <laughs> She's like, yeah. yeah, I get arrested. You don't listen to this kind of Bails a million dollars because I'm African and the police are racist. Fuck women. Let's put them in their place. Okay. All right. Well, that's one bad of time, I guess. <laughs> I just think it's like, um, I don't know. Maybe using the term, the term bitch doesn't mean as bad in a lot of places. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of like a no. cunt in UK. Like, uh, it's... Like, like in the US, cunt is worse than the F word, not quite as bad as the N word. Uh, oh, but yeah, white people say it. Yeah, in the UK, it's, it's just like cunt is... I might even say cunt is less offensive than bitch. Because they call... But you can call anybody. Right, right. I don't even want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> You can call anybody a cunt or a bitch. That's like, or, have you ever yeah. seen, like, the article? It's like, is the C word, or is, uh, oh, crap. No, never mind, I'm misquoting it. It was about the N-word, I think. It was like, is the N-word really as bad as, or is cracker really as bad as the N-word? And it was like, you won't even say the N-word. John Mulaney <laughs> like, does a hilarious cracker. bit on that. That's a John Mulaney Notice that I freely say the word cunt with no reservation, and I don't say the other word, um, which also should <laughs> be an indication of uh, how yeah. you probably shouldn't say it. Though I say the other word in like when I'm singing along to songs. Oh, I do too. When I I do this thing where I give opera renditions of gangster rap songs. Uh, then I I'll, then I will I'll throw it out there, um, but I, I also will, I don't want to say it because I'm on campus and I'm paranoid <laughs> that someone will hear me. But I also say like N word please sometimes. Yeah, like, it's fun to say. Please. See, I, I'm a big believer in Murphy's laws, so even when I'm <laughs> making a horrible racist joke where the joke and the punchline are much worse than any single word could ever be. 
I don't say that word because I just know that if I train my tongue to know how to say that word and the muscle memory is there, <laughs> it's going to slip out when I'm like in a bus completely surrounded by the new Black Panthers. Not the original Black Panthers who are actually uh, not that bad of an organization. The new ones that are just angry. And I'll be like, don't don't get up, guys. I'll beat my own ass. Don't worry. I wish I could start saying the N-word as an expletive. Just because you know, when you start cursing, there's such a, like, it's anathema. Like, kids can't curse. It's a bad thing to do, which makes you want to curse. Of course. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. But now, now you can say fucking shit and kind of, and people are like, oh, okay, well, don't say that everywhere, but... <laughs> say it in some areas. Say it, I am not afraid. I am an American. <laughs> but you can't say that one still. So that's the one I want to say now. Colin, yeah, it's the only it's one that's been bad. Colin, be the change. <laughs> well, no, really, be I the mean... the change you want to see in the world. <laughs> say the N-word. <laughs> it's a catch-22 in that the less it's used and the more taboo it is, the more power it has because, like, the more... It's like, oh my god, use that word, that word that's supposed to be forbidden... Oh, that's a big deal. So I think to really, what the, what people really need to do is start using it just like as a word for anything. Like, oh, it's, what time is it? Oh, it's a couple, that word I can't say, past that other word I can't say. <laughs> oh, hey, you want to step out and get that word that, step out and get a, that word I can never say? Yeah, are you going to get that word I can never say on you, that word I can never say? We need to mark on that shit, is what I'm saying. It's just like mark. in Harry Potter, how people won't say Voldemort, and Harry like, tries to get more people to say Voldemort to overcome that fear. It's exactly, exactly the same. It is exactly, exactly the same. Exactly the same. <laughs> yep. Yeah. What you're saying is that um, black people are evil wizards who want to destroy us all, and exactly as bad as Voldemort. That's what I took away. <laughs> Also, <laughs> Back to Martin Luther King here again. Has anyone else so what you're saying is Voldemort and Martin Luther King Jr. Are the has anyone same else person? noticed that in The Prisoner of Azkaban that they got like one of two black actors in that movie to say black could be a ass about serious black? <laughs> I haven't noticed that. I haven't noticed that. Like literally, there's like three black cast members in the movie, and they picked one of them to say. That could be anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and he has like no other line in the movie. <laughs> Subtle. Wow. Yeah. Caleb, you've been really quiet. Um, Caleb's like, I'm going to say something. Let the record show. Well, I was just thinking about how, like, getting back to Beyonce, how I think that maybe when I was really young, I might have thought that. People were advertising like bees on sale, but like saying it in a really weird way. <laughs> Beyonce. It's like you need some crops that need pollinated. Come down to honest herbs insects and get some Beyonce. Honest <laughs> Alright, well, we've tiptoed around the subject long enough. We've broken... Oh, I, sorry. I want to share one story about the C word. <laughs> nice. So the C word, my dad is a very prolific cusser. 
and the C word was the one word he could not say in front of his children. Like, like I think my mom said she would divorce him if he said that around us. Oh, wow. Jeez. <laughs> so we heard every other word, but not the C word. So when he really wanted to say the C word, which was usually when we were, like, in the car and some female driver, like, did something stupid or cut him off or something, my dad would substitute with the word wench. (laughs) (laughs) So I grew up thinking wench was this terrible, terrible word. (laughs) It, It was... It was the C word for me because I didn't hear anybody else using this word. This is true. And my dad would only use it when he was super mad, like that fucking wench, and like. <laughs> so I thought that was the worst <laughs> word until my senior year of high school, when we were doing a lab and physics class with witches, like winding up, <laughs> yep. like wires. We gotcha. And I kept, I was working in my lab group, and I kept accidentally saying wench instead of winch, and I'd be like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, like, to my group members, and they were like, it's fine, like, when, what's wrong with wench, and I was like, hi, you said it, and then I was like, finally, I was like, wench is a really bad word, and they were like, no, it's not, and I was like, are you sure? So yeah, I was like 18 when I found out wench was not this terrible, terrible word. Okay, well, my dad was probably just keeping from saying the C word. I have a good one that I, I might have said before with the the cunt word um, <laughs> talks that we have. So my first time hearing it, and luckily these people did not approach me, um, they had said we had a, a student in, in junior high that just notoriously did not know things. Uh-huh. Like anything, you know, when you start to learn about sex, and of course there's like dirty words and shit. And so they said that word around him, and I, I again, I wasn't there to hear that part of the conversation, but they used it in such a way to make it seem interesting, knowing he wouldn't the know what it meant. Yep, because <laughs> he doesn't know what it means at all. He's never heard this word. And oh, they're like, oh yeah, it's really cool. Uh, it's hard to explain. You should just go ask. Mr. Our, our coach's name was Mr. Wright. And he's like, okay, Mr. Wright, what's a cunt? <laughs> I mean, it was hilarious. Please tell me that Reich was named after his father, and his father was named after his father, so he was the third Reich. The third Reich. It was Mr. Wright, like the guy you search for your whole life. Mr. Wright. Right, Mr. Wright, not Mr. Wright. Okay. She give me his number if only. Well, anyway, so we've we've uh, we've uh, we've tiptoed, um, we've tiptoed up to the line, then we've anally fisted the line, then we've uh, stomped on the line. So now that I've called Martin Luther King Jr. a greedy pedophile, uh-huh. uh, I think we're finally ready to talk to this. Talk about this. Caleb, I'm told you have another grasshopper story. Oh, God. Ethan's going to get killed with a spoon, I promise. Spare us. Yes. I think... I don't think I told this one before. <laughs> I think this is a new grasshopper story. Or at least I haven't told you about this, Colin. I'll so kill prepare you. prepare yourself. <laughs> don't. I was walking along a path. And there was a gra- there were a whole bunch of grasshoppers on this I'm path. You can't. 
There are none left. No. Um, and one of the grasshoppers jumped up and landed right on my crotch. And I stopped and I looked down at it. <laughs> and it looked up at me. And we had a nice intimate moment. And a moment now lost to the ages as that grasshopper then jumped off. I was caught by the rind and disappeared into the cat dimension. The cat dimension? Uh, speaking of cats, I have another grasshopper story. So, uh, can, look at the, uh, look at the audio thing. Is my audio registering on here? Yeah, it's fine. Oh, okay. Uh, it sounds weird to me. I don't know if it sounds weird to Colin. Alright, let me get back in position. So, um... Caleb, uh, we shared a ride down here to Atlanta, Georgia. We obviously didn't carpool away, from, we didn't caravan away from Lincoln, Nebraska. So Caleb came over to me and Sarah and Gay Sarah's house uh, to. <laughs> you said me, Sarah first. <laughs> well, the, the podcast listeners are more familiar with you. <laughs> I mean, um, to them, the Sarah that I'm married to is the other Sarah. Uh, because they're, you said gay Sarah, though. That's the Sarah you're married to. Because mm. sure. so, um, I'm straight Sarah. Anyway, uh, we're getting ready to leave, and uh, there's a room. Uh, there's a, two rooms in the house that are dedicated to our asshole cat. Well, the cats in general. Um, so we loaded everything in the car. We were getting ready to go, and I said, let's go inside, say goodbye to the cats. Just make sure we got everything. <laughs> So we went inside, and a fucking grasshopper jumped in to the room where the cats are. And both our cats were there. And they were, like, chasing around like they were going to kill it and eat it. And uh, uh, the Sarah that I married to was like, should we kill that grasshopper or just leave it in here as enrichment for them? (laughs) I'm like, oh, they'll kill it and eat it. But then, of course, we watched them for, like, 20 seconds, and they would run after they the grasshopper with fury, then they'd get to it, and they'd just kind of, like, poke at it with their paw, and it would jump. Because they were only yeah. interested in it when they were when it was moving, so once they caught it, they didn't give a shit. And Obi-Wan, our giant, like, 25-pound monstrosity of a cat, um, at some point got up and just laid down on top of this grasshopper, <laughs> and like, well, now it's done. And so he got ready to leave, he got to the door, Obi-Wan got up, and the damn thing jumped up again. So anyway, we had to smush it with a broom, and then I... It's corpse outside. The struggles. So that's our grasshopper update for the week. Unless Colin or Sarah, you have any grasshopper stories you've been sitting on? No, but I have some Obi Wan stories. Oh, good. (laughs) He's been like pretty, pretty mad at me. I think he's upset that you guys are gone. Oh, Oh no! Probably thinks you killed us. Yeah. Yesterday he was fine to me almost all of yesterday. And I was like, wow, this is going to be a good day. <laughs> and then I was laying on my stomach on the living room floor, like, watching TV, like, over by the uh, scratching post. He was laying in the kitchen, and I saw him just kind of casually stand up and come walking over to me. And I was like, wow, he's going to, like, come sniff me. He just walked up, hissed at me, and batted me in the face and ran off. <laughs> He was 
like desperate for pets this morning and like walked up to me and was like pushing on my hand like trying to get me to pet him so I was petting him for a little bit like scratching his chin and stuff and just after and he was purring and mid purr he just stops hisses at me and bites me (laughs) I was like it's like dude you're sending mixed signals if you don't want me to pet you don't don't have me pet you. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a psychopath, that's for sure. I was like, you don't make any sense. <laughs> I don't know what your signals are. <laughs> that cat. Yeah, he is. He's a psychopath. He's a psychopath, and yeah. I don't know. He's he really. I don't know. You guys said you rescued him. Yes, he was an abandoned cat, apparently. How old was he? He was less than a year when we adopted him. I don't know how long he was at the, at the Humane Society. I have to assume that he had, like, some bad experiences with people to, like, be so... Yeah. I don't know. Well, especially Angry because, like, new people. Because, like, Maine Coons are known as the gentle giants. He is gentle, yeah. but he's not gentle. <laughs> like, he really... The, like, most problems I have with him is, like when my feet are by him, like, when he's laying in the way and I'm trying to, like, inch by him. So that makes me kind of think that maybe someone, like, kicked him or something when he was little. And I'm, like, I'm, like, talking to him, like, I will not hurt you, Obi. I am your friend. Like, sounding like a crazy person. (laughs) Like, as I inch along the wall trying to get to my bed. (laughs) Would that even work for him, though? Like, how did that get to be a good thing for him to do? Like, someone's kicking me, I'd better bite them. They won't kick me anymore. <laughs> that, doesn't that make you get kicked more often, especially if the kicker is... Well, he's probably already an asshole. Well, maybe he got kicked a bunch as a kitten, and now then he, like... He got kicked as a kitten, then he was abandoned, then he, like, grew 300 times his normal size, <laughs> size of a kitten, and was like, hey, now that I'm big and a fucking enormous beast. Now, I'm the one who does the kicking. And if so, if so if I see someone's feet, I'm going to let them know that I'm the master of this domain. And maybe he he like has like a disassociation. Like he doesn't see feet as part of people. Like he likes people, but he hates feet. So, yeah. you know, he just sees the feet and he's just blinded with rage to the people that they're attached to. And so he lashes out at the feet. So, yep. Sarah, have you considered becoming a mermaid? That might help. <laughs> you know, I've thought about it. It's an interesting <laughs> prospect. That's her experiment over there. <laughs> How to become a mermaid. Well, the ceiling's all wet. You gotta have yeah. a lot of water in a place where you're gonna be a mermaid. That's true. Yep. It's- that's what my master's thesis is actually on. <laughs> <laughs> How to become a mermaid. I still think it would be funny if Obi-Wan met Hector. Because, again, Hector doesn't, doesn't get when animals are aggressive. Um, he just met uh, Nicole's sister's new dog. And right when they met, he was just growling, teeth-bearing, barking. You know, spur raised up, and the other dog. And Hector, Hector saw that, and of course he gets in his play position with his face down and his butt up in the air, <laughs> tail wagging like crazy. Time for plays. This dog really wants to play. <laughs> <laughs> nope. And he's got this new thing now with smaller animals, 
smaller. I know Obi-Wan is a giant, giant cat. Well, he likes to grab them by the neck, on the back of their neck, and just, like, pin them to the ground. <laughs> just play. And I feel like Obi-Wan would just be, go, like, Super Saiyan, and just, like, explode. <laughs> and just, like, up into the ceiling. <laughs> Which he, again, would think is plays. Yeah. <laughs> Real talk, though, I think that would stress Obi-Wan the fuck out. <laughs> Yeah, Obi-Wan would not be okay with that. Well, especially because Hector's like. And Hector would be bleeding and happy as a clam. <laughs> yeah. Especially because Rhodesian Ridgebacks are bred specifically to hunt lions, and Obi-Wan's the same thing. Like... I met one of those on Sunday. And they're. It's really. A big, lion? Like you, no. <laughs> you know, do you know why they're called Ridgebacks? It's their hair on their back that kind of sticks up and is bristly. Yeah, right? Hector has yeah. that ridge. They have. The dominant like, characteristic days. Yeah, the ridge is where hair grows the opposite way as the rest of the hair. So if you, like, try to pet down their back, it's like petting the wrong way on, like, a dog. Like, it goes against the hair. Do you want to see Hector's rib? Uh, yes. I I know this is an audio medium. Oh, listener, it's so glorious. Oh, I see him. Seeing Hector's (laughs) ridge... I have it's looked directly into now. the heart of God. I no longer fear death, and I am one with the universe. If only the listener could experience this, but they can't, because this is strictly an audio medium. Well, listener, go back to wallowing in existential Oh, yeah, I see it. Look at that uh, ring. Mundanity of everyday life, because you have not seen Hector's ridge back. Can you pet him for Beautiful ridge. Ridge oh, I was for pleasure. Oh. Right down, right down the ridge. Doesn't bother him at all. What a boy. Did he even, like, lift his head when you petted him? <laughs> no. Nah, nah. Cannot be bothered. Got, got some McDonald's fries. He's ready for a nap. <laughs> ah. They also have two, like, cowlick swirls right at the end of the ridge. It's called crowns. Where the, where the hair, like, starts to go the other way? Yeah, it's like, it swirls right around. So that's hair what makes him... Around. That's one of the things that makes him a prince. His crown. It's like a double prince. <laughs> double prince. Oh, I thought you were saying crones. Crowns. Crowns. <laughs> yes. I was like, he has bowel issues. <laughs> oh, because he's the prince yep. of Ilium. I see. Oh, jeez. Come on. I missed that. What did he say? He's the prince of Ilium. Just a oh. part of the bowel. Okay, I'm glad I missed it. That's yeah. <laughs> also, Troy. Ilium is another word for Troy. Also, uh, fuck coffee giraffes. Coffee, yeah. Coffee giraffes. Coffee carafes. No coffee Cur- giraffes. Yeah, fuck them too. Sounded like gibberish to me. I feel like <laughs> yeah, carafe did like, not help my confusion. In fact, it made it a little worse. At least I could picture a coffee giraffe. <laughs> yeah, they like it's you, giraffe that's constantly wired. They spill all <laughs> over. <laughs> oh my god! Like I feel like. I have never, especially, like, if you've got a craft that can make up to, like, 14 cups of coffee, and you only make four, it's not so bad. But when they're near the top, you can't not, you can't not spill about half of what you're trying to pour. It's the worst fucking design container everywhere. Anyway, like, you'd think it should look like an Erlenmeyer flask, right? It doesn't look like an Erlenmeyer flask. Wait. Erlenmeyer flask, ye bastard! 
You she paid a lot of money for that. Fast. But yeah, I, I've never... Oh God. It just seems like the worst design ever. Anytime you try and pour fucking coffee, it, it spills everywhere but in the goddamn cup. It's like, carafe, you have one fucking job. To hold coffee and then to spill coffee. You got half of it right. This is making me want more coffee. <laughs> well, don't spill any. I I think the, the trick is, like, you, you can't be timid about it. You've just got to, like... Go full ball. If the, if the coffee is flowing out fast enough, it'll, like... It'll just go keep flowing out instead of, like, dribbling down the side. Well, that's when I, um... I did a lot of pouring uh, a substance called Sheather's Solution, which is essentially just really high osmolity sugar water. So basically corn syrup. Um, I did a lot of pouring that from my master's research. And what I figured out is like even if you only have, if you have like 20 milliliters of Sheather's Solution, put it in a fucking 250 milliliter flask. Don't put it in a 100 milliliter flask. Don't put it in a 50 milliliter flask. For the love of God, do not put it in like a 25 milliliter flask. Like, put it such that you have to tip the container, like, on its side completely to get any out. Because otherwise it'll just stick to the side of the container and run down and make a mess. So really what they should start doing is making coffee carafes that are like 10 gallons in size. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, mean, I, don't, I don't drink coffee, so I don't. I don't. I don't know about this problem. I do maybe know. Maybe you just need like a hydrophilic coating on the lip. Yeah. I mean hydrophobic. Yeah. 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 Not hydrophilic. It It'll go straight down the side, and you can have a little spout yes. on the bottom. Just so wet the entire. Uh, or they could just do that. Put like a little valve you can pour from the bottom. Like on those vape uh, coolers. Coming up with ideas. Yeah. Added they do make coffee like that, but you, you have to be put rich. the bugs underneath it. Um, so, so, guys, what do you think about um, weird trees? Do you guys know any weird trees? What kind of trees are you talking about? So, when I visited Steve at UCLA and he gave me a tour of campus, one thing I noticed was that they have a lot of weird trees on that campus, because I'm sure they can, like, they have, like, the perfect climate for growing whatever, but, like, every, I saw so many different trees there, and I had never seen any of them before, like, they were the weirdest trees, I, I can't even explain how weird they were. They grew straight down into the ground. They were made of fire. They came down from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all what you think of when everyone was like, it's rain. You're like, look at how weird the trees are. <laughs> yeah, weird yeah. trees. I'm going to try and like look them up on Google because they were ridiculous. I don't know. Trees are all weird. Every every tree is weird. Like none of them will ever stay. Every last one of them. Yeah, I only recently found out what ginkgo trees look like. Uh, oh, I love ginkgo trees. That's like my favorite tree. And there's a shit ton on campus here. Yeah, there are. 
and I was totally oblivious to their existence. And then um, somebody like described them to me once and like pointed them out. It's like, yeah, that's a ginkgo tree, and they're actually very recognizable because their leaves are like really yeah. strangely shaped. They're like shovels. They are the only oh, tree yeah. that has. I don't know the word for it, but like most most trees with leaves, uh, or every tree except the ginkgo tree, you have like the veins on the leaf, and on all other trees you have veins like branching off from other veins. But the ginkgo tree leaf is the only one that each vein is its own separate vein and doesn't connect to any of the other ones. Ah, so that's like a totally different topology. So they're super easy. Oh. I'm gonna Google weird trees. See what see what Google thinks is weird. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna find. First picture is gonna be a brain. What about those <laughs> African trees that like have really shallow crowns? Like the trunks all zigzaggy. Oh, those are bal- balboa. Yeah, bal- those are rocky really balboa trees. trees. It's uh. Shit, I'm saying it wrong. Baobab. Like Baobab. Baobab. That's it. I just found it right now, too. Yeah, those, I still don't those really know how to pronounce it. There was a... Well, I was doing a research project um, in spatial ecology in the rainforests, and um, we had this parameter that... Uh, there was a species-specific parameter relating the about the proportional relationship no it wasn't proportional it was like proportional to the cubic root whatever of the diameter of a tree to a to its height um and so it was always a positive relationship but there was one species of tree where the coefficient was actually negative because the taller this tree grew, the narrower the trunk got. It was fucked up. It was some sort of weird palm tree. Huh. Where it starts out as a bush like and then it goes stretched out. It narrows and grows up. And so yes. it actually gets skinnier as it grows taller. Is that the sound that it makes? Yep. That's <laughs> great. I, I, I said trees never speak to you. I guess they do. It can't be more hilarious okay, than I, the sound of a black hole. I found- Two supermassive. I found one of the alive. weird trees that I saw on UCLA's campus. It's called the sausage tree, <laughs> and it has what looks like sausages that like dangle from the branches. It's and it's I think it's an African tree. Nice. Are the sausages? Yeah, it's edible? a fruit. It's a fruit that it grows that just oh, looks like a sausage. <laughs> They should have went with dick tree because it looks like a dick tree. Dick tree. Yeah, wiener tree. Yeah, do you think that people from Austria are offended that we refer to our male, male genitalia as wieners? Like, if you were from Vienna, then you're like, I am a proud wiener. Ah, you dick. Yeah. Ah. They probably ah. are. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know that people from the Greek Isle of Lesbos for which the proper demonym is lesbian, are pissed off that to the rest of the world, lesbian means homosexual woman. Because they tried to sue... I don't know who they tried to sue. The English language? I think we've, I think we've discussed this. Yeah, because they rescued a bunch of migrants. A bunch of, like... Uh, a bunch of, uh... Like, refugees fleeing Syria. 
God bless those lesbians. Yeah, those trees and lesbians. About the same thing. What else are we going to talk about here? Shady Hotels. Oh, Shady Hotels. Okay, I've already kind of covered that. A little bit. I've been in Shady (laughs) Hotels. So I I have one that I um, Oh, go ahead, Colin. Well, I don't really think I have too many, like, shitty hotel stories. Well, I kind of live... My dad lives in what you would call a shitty house. (laughs) Like, it's disgustingly filthy. So if you ever went to a hotel like that, you'd think, oh, my God, the worst hotel ever. So I lived in that for years and years. So it's hard for me to say. Like, I go into the flea bag motel. This is kind of nice. Yeah. There are not giant spiders walking around. TV in the bedroom. Maybe. Wait, did your dad live in one of the caves in the mountains that separates Mordor from the rest of Middle Earth? And she lost yeah. layer. <laughs> well, there's your problem. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't even hardly walk through there without a sword of some kind. A really sharp one. Yeah. That glows sometimes. It was made by elves, yeah. Calling us in the morning, like, oh, you know. gotta get out and get to work out, uh, you know, repairing fence this morning. Oh, shit, I only have this knife that was forged by dwarves. God damn it, where's my elven forged knife? Yeah, and I left my light of Ithluene, you know, in my other pair of pants. Jeez. Ah. <laughs> Thanks, Colin. <laughs> is there anybody that, like, on the path to Kirithungal, is there anybody that, like, maintains those steps? Like there's one guy that everyone's supposed to pick him off or something. Scruffy. (laughs) Scruffy. I'm on break. (laughs) Gets attacked by him going, or she loved. Scruffy's gonna die the way he lives. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think there's uh, some high quality crossover parody there. Yeah, is, we we do need to flesh out my game of like crossover madness, where it's just a, a random like a stack of cards that has a bunch of like TV shows, novels, so basically just fictional universes, and you have to randomly draw two and then create a crossover episode. Or Dude, Caleb and I crossover. do that whenever we watch any TV show ever. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's, that's good point. Yeah. We got lots of practice. <laughs> and it doesn't, like, man, wouldn't it be it great if Elf was in this episode of Orange New Black? Answer, yes. Yeah. I guess a better question would be, what would it be like if Alf was in an episode of Orange the New Black? You know, uh. you know he... You know how Alf <laughs> eats cats? You could probably make some sort of, like, pussy-eating joke there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's low-hanging fruit, but you'd be... you got to do right now, and I'm, like, missing a lot of things visually. But yeah, I, I think... And, and um, audio, too. But I heard a loud belch, so that was a mistake. <laughs> Caleb, you disgusting motherfucker. That seals the deal. Show yeah. some manners and some yeah. grace, you Ooh, Caleb and Ethan, I think your internet is being poopy. Yeah, it's, it's getting bad, guys. You well, if we're recording the podcast on this one, we're yeah, talking directly into the microphone. So the uh, listener's going to think you guys are full of shit. Worst podcast ever. Worst podcast ever. Worst 
podcast ever. Yeah. They weren't lying. <laughs> By the way, in in the uh, in the list of characters for second impressions, you you really need to add comic book guy from The Simpsons. You can add. He is very impressionable. Oh my god. They haven't even noticed that their internet's bad, I don't think. I don't... Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, fine it's already. It must be the upload speed that's horrible, because yeah, you guys see sound fine. See and hear you guys fine. Uh, but anyway, I think I think uh, we're, we're at about a good time to, to wrap it up. So, um, so in summary, we all dislike Martin Luther King Jr., Dr. <laughs> Reverend Martin Luther hey, King Jr., and think he's say. a bad person, right? That's the, the summary of I subscribe to the theory that he is an evil wizard. Yeah. But other yeah, than that, I don't know sense. how greedy he is. He, he can be a benevolent person. evil wizard with, like, money, but just bad in every other way. I don't know. Could do. Yeah. You know? All right, well, listener, thanks for uh, tuning in this week for a Slazoom on the road. Uh, I think we'll be more uh, together next week, probably also more drunk, so for better or for worse, we'll be back to our old shenanigans next week. So, we'll see you next time. Slazoom. It's essentially like you have Asperger's, except you not only understand sarcasm, but deal in it. Yeah, that's a good way to put you, I yeah. think. That should be like your... Exactly. Your nickname. <laughs> I am Ethan Quotes. It's like having Asperger's, but not... Oh, yeah, so on and so forth. <laughs> yeah, you should put that on your resume. <laughs>